RPG fans, welcome to episode 44 of the Switch RPG Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Corey, aka RPG Reruns, and I'm joined by a special guest today, Staff Ryer at SwitchRPG.com, RPG Beesneys, Evan. How you doing today, sir? I'm doing well. That was um, that was quite the introduction, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't, you notice I didn't call him like a, a Chia Pet or anything like that. No, I just no, no. Uh, yes. tried to come up with something loosely revolved around his name yeah anytime man uh how are you today sir i am i'm doing well i am fresh off of the uh the lovely grind of the caligula effect oh no everything is terrible oh good Uh, nothing is good uh i am a warped shell of a man Uh, so awesome sounds like that is fan freaking tastic also just to let everyone know, we're tripling down this weekend. We have Father Nintendo, a.k.a. the voice of the people, <laughs> a.k.a. the Geo Metro. Geo, how are you doing today, sir? You you really prepped on these intros, huh? Look at you. Yours was easy. Yo, I had I'm, to think about Evans for a little bit. All right, cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing... I was driving the other day, and I saw a Geo Metro. I was like, ha-ha, that's what I'm going to do. I haven't He's seen... never been called the Geo Metro before, uh, have you? No, I've never heard that one before. <laughs> Not since 1995, you know, when the yeah, last, when the last Geo Metro one. was uh, around. And the Chia Pet? Yeah, and the <laughs> Chia Pet as well. Nobody calls me a Geo Metro. No, that's too bad. Awesome. Well, are you doing okay? You doing all right? Well, I'm also under the Caliglia effect, um, but oh, no. we will get into that. All right. Well, everyone, if this is your first time listening, ladies and gentlemen, this is a show from SwitchRPG.com that brings you exciting news, upcoming game releases, and everything happening in the world of RPGs on the Nintendo Switch. This week, we have a lot to talk about Caligula Effect, and uh, we have a lot of exciting RPG news. And I also forgot to write in a title right there. But we're going to move right along. Uh, we have a little bit of housekeeping. First off, make sure if you enjoyed this podcast to take the time and leave us a rating and also a review. It helps us out a ton. So however you're listening to us, if you have the option, give us a rating, leave us a review, let us know how we're doing. Also, if you'd like to join in on the conversation, be sure to join in on our Discord community. You can join by going to switchrbg.com and selecting Discord under the media tab. Also, make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. There, you can watch our Let's Plays, game reviews, or join us when we record this podcast live sometime in the future when all of our technology works. But also, <laughs> if you would like to, go watch our one of our latest videos. We are have a little giveaway. Yeah. yeah um, do. Gio, you want to take this one? Yep. Uh, we have a little giveaway for Animus. Uh, really simple rules. All you have to do is comment on the video as to why you like RPGs. Nothing really complicated. You don't have to subscribe or anything. It's just, uh, you know, um, something really simple comment i think we're doing the giveaway i i think we are doing the giveaway on the 19th so plenty of time get in on it yeah that's awesome. right uh youtubers now you too can suck at animus uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh that's right Great because video. i did the let i did the let's play and evan actually did the review on it so <laughs> well there you go that's gonna be a theme today i think uh, maybe um but anyway we're really close to 800 so 
I mean, are, that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it seems like just the other day we we're at 500. So we're just chugging along. Get in on Animus and uh, test your might. <laughs> test your might. All right. That's it for housekeeping. Now it's time to get into the news. And today our first article is from RPG Gamer. And it is NIS America announces new titles. It's a long uh, uh, article. We're just going to kind of go over maybe our impressions of the uh yeah, I mean, Reveal. basically, there were there were three really, I guess, announcements. A lot of the other stuff we kind of already knew. Um, yes. They, they, I think they officially announced the date of Caliglia Effect's release. I don't know that that was known before, or was it known? Yeah. I, well, no, because I was in the chat, and it, it seemed like some people were like, oh, my gosh. Right, and it was uh, like the next day or something. Yeah. And some people were like, oh, it couldn't be today. It had to be, has to be tomorrow. I mean, the comments, man. Yeah. The comments. Yeah. Yeah, I was a little confused. That. You know, the embargo went up uh, a week before release, mm -hmm. actually. Um, so I got to read a couple of reviews kind of going into things. But uh, I guess that was a surprise to people. It, it, even, in, even in the eShop, it says, I think it said pending release date or something yes, to that effect up until that event. Um, they also announced uh, RPG Maker MV, which they did. which was kind of already known. But they what they announced with that that it's not coming out on the Xbox. So it's yes. I think it's PC, PlayStation, and Switch. Uh, so Xbox gets the um, royal miss there, and I don't have the article open here. Um, let me see. There were a couple more announcements. Destiny Connect. Yeah, there were. Destiny Connect is actually getting a Western release now, uh, where, as before, it was just a uh, Japanese release. And there's a another Japanese they game a, with a yeah, long, a, long title. <laughs> yeah, there are a few with a long, long title. There's Princess Guide. They showed a little more, which that had been mm -hmm. already kind of announced already. Uh, Lapis and Labyrinth. Yep. It looked kind of like a 2D scroller kind of thing going there yeah nothing too thrilling really yeah no uh, nothing too thrilling and to to be honest their their production value in the in these events these presser events huh. they are terrible uh yeah. i don't know i thought it was on my end no i thought it was online and i was just like oh technology and then i refreshed the browser and then all of a sudden like i was i saw discord saying like four or five people were like what's up with the audio what's up with the auto and i just and what's it wasn't even live. Right. That's what I was going to say. This is not live production. This is all done pre-recorded. And that's and that's one thing. It, it was it was to the point where it was distracting for me. Like I couldn't really like pay attention on what they were trying to say. I was just like, whoa, like mm -hmm. it, like it's at some points it was different issues. Like sometimes the uh, audios weren't in sync and then sometimes like the volume was really low and it'd be really high and kind of sounds like me trying to figure out how to get this podcast going on my end. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I would say, I mean, it's really disappointing, especially, I mean, I don't know. Have you guys ever watched like some of the fly high uh, direct? Are they, stuff? are they just as bad? I mean, no, they're like smaller scale than NIS and their quality is way better. And yeah. I was like, I was like, kind of taken aback by that. And right. And NIS is such a big, they're a much bigger company, like you had said. And how can they just how can you not get it right i want so i want them to be i want them to do so well and then they just come out with this and just you can see people again in in the comments you know they they are what they are but it's kind of disappointing to see yeah. see that 
you know, again, NIS to me has always had this very sort of niche appeal. And a mm -hmm. lot of the games that they focus on are, are just so, you know, uh, laser point, you know, to a specific audience. You, I guess they're not looking to expand their player base, but that's, uh, I, yeah, I don't know. But, but they're not, know. they're definitely not doing themselves any favors with, yeah. with the quality. I mean, sure. and, how can you not invest in a lapel mic? Um, it, it sounds like they're just in a... That was another thing. It seemed like some of the videos were just on like a Gen 3 iPhone. It was bad. Yeah, no. It, and, it, and like I said, I want them to succeed. I want them to do well because they do put out yeah. a lot of RPGs and they do support uh, and the Switch. Switch. Right, they do yes, support exactly. it. exactly. It's uh, kind of our thing, you know. Yeah, um, right. But in terms of some of these announcements, I mean, I know we mentioned Destiny uh, Connect, mm -hmm. which how are you guys feeling about that at all? It looks a little dated to me. Um, which is weird. <laughs> it, it is. I mean, do you get that impression as well? It kind of looks like a PlayStation 2-esque yes. game. Yeah, well, I noticed too, I believe in the, the plot of the game, time stops right around the millennium. Okay. So I don't know if that's supposed to be intentional <laughs> or something. There you but go. Also that, that art style is uh, it's really off putting. And I've seen some other people comment on it. Um, you know, to me, again, if the gameplay is really solid, I would maybe give it a look. But a lot of the live streams and things that I've seen of the game, there's nothing really going on there. And the no. art style's not really helping. Right. No, not at all. And RPG Maker gets gets quite a bit of buzz. Uh, it really, it really yes. does. For me, I don't know that I have the patience to build and make an RPG. No. I, no, neither do I. I really don't. So for, that just doesn't appeal to me, that aspect of it. And, that fe and I feel like that's a really big aspect of it. So. Sure. I mean, for me to even get into that game, I got to play some some other people's RPGs. And if you, I would say, if you're on that uh, side of the spectrum, I would wait because the thing is, people are making they make make some low quality ones, but there's going to be some people that make some really great content and just wait till maybe it goes on sale. Then, but where all the RPGs are established, and then later on down the road, you can play yeah. yourself some easy RPGs. You know, I mean, Gio, if you're looking to maybe, you know, test the waters a little bit on these RPG Maker uh, games, you can just buy, like, a Chemco release. <laughs> <laughs> just, I guess, a better translated one with RPG Maker, right? Yeah, well, there you go. Uh... <laughs> All righty. Well, we're moving right along. Speaking about graphics, Octopath Traveler prequel announced for iOS, Android. Square Enix announced Octopath Traveler Champions of the Continent. A free-to-play, single-player RPG coming to iOS and Android. It will use the same HD 2D graphics as Nintendo Switch title. Can Players be able to form a party up to eight characters for command-based combat. Are you what you got, Gio? Are you even able to say HD 2D without saying, like, trademark or anything? <laughs> we'll <Okay>. find out. <laughs> Cause... Yeah, we might get uh, this video taken down or yeah. something. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, he's I'm... so salty. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is just, like... I don't know. I don't know. I'm just not what? not a happy not a happy episode. I I'm not a fan of Octopath. Okay, so now <laughs> as well as Evan, um, well, I'll speak for the people here. So this the, is the this... voice of the people is about to pass a torch. All right. Go so on. so you, no, go you go on. How do you feel about this project? I think it's awesome. You think it's awesome, huh? So you yeah, get... it's a pretty cool. Just a little added info on the story, and it's something that can be on my phone. And you know what? I get a little. 
to itch to uh, play a little Octo. It's going to be on there. Learn more about Alfin, your favorite. Ugh. And, um, <laughs> and uh, yeah. I, don't, as, I, mean, I mean, as much as... It sprinkles. That's I'm what I'm not saying. really much of a fan of Octopath. Uh, <clears throat> this kind of seems like the logical choice to me. Uh, you know, just putting it on, on mobile and seeing really who else kind of gravitates towards exactly. the title um see if maybe that trickles back into switch sales too you know you never know exactly you may get some people that hey that have no idea about this and they they just see octopath and they're like what's octopath right they click it they download they like it they're like oh there's and then it says this is the prequel full release on the nintendo switch right nintendo switch exclusive hello well, I hope let it. Go, I hope it doesn't. The, I hope it doesn't feel like that. I hope it's not something just to. No, I don't. That's that was just, me being a little just to bait them, bait them in. And I hope it's a it's a complete game. I am so tired of these these types of games where you have to buy additional content, buy additional yes. stuff. Just give me a complete game, and and then well, it can be done with you. Nintendo last week said that they want to tone down kind of the how yep. how they were perceived on paying for content. So this may yeah. be. Yeah, but I mean, you know, know, this is Square Enix, and (laughs) you know, I'm not sure if any if if either of you are familiar with any of their other mobile stuff. uh, Yes, you know, they can lean into you know some oh yeah some some gotcha mechanics on occasion. Um, You know, I guess my real concern is we've we've just started a new series, you know, from from the Octo uh, developers, and who knows whether or not they're going to be going back to Bravely at all in the future. Um, but I really hope that this isn't one of those, uh, you know, oh, Octopath uh, Traveler 2, you need to have played Octopath Traveler <laughs> and the mobile title. No, I, I don't. I, I would the loved uh, Square Enix franchise <laughs> Kingdom Hearts. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, so, yeah. You know. I hope I hope it's not that way. I don't know. I don't know if I'll be I, I don't we don't know what the price point is. We have, we know nothing else other than the announcement. And also I guess there's uh in Japan you can you can sign up for I think it's like a de- not the demo but um yes. early access or whatever it is. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. And and yep. they they'll probably do the same thing here. Yes. I would think. It will, they'll probably send out an email blast and then mm-hmm. click on it and you'll be on the list. There you go. If I had to guess. Well, moving right along, Jimatsu.com has turn-based RPG Mistover coming to Switch and PC this summer. All right. This is one of those games that kind of interests me. Um, it reminds me, it reminds me, I think this is the one that reminds me of Darkest Dungeon. Yes. Uh, it's kind of a, a, I don't know, it's got that look and feel to it, to me anyways. And I'm seeing yeah, definitely in the visual style. Yeah, and I'm seeing this a lot lately, which is awesome because I like Darkest Dungeon. It was it was a a brutal game, but it was kind of a satisfying game at the same time for me. So you're seeing this with Warsaw, which is another type of those. Um, it's got again that same aesthetic. So I'm really this is one I'm keeping my eye on for sure. Absolutely, I'll, I'll go a little bit into what they how they describe it, the story, the little backstory. Uh, an unexpected appearance of the Vortex Pillar of Despair unleashes dreadful creatures that brutally raided the world. Defenseless and vulnerable, mankind was soon on the verge of extinction. When all hope was lost, a miracle happened and the creatures suddenly vanished. Desperate to prevent the next invasion, the survivors create a group called the Core that journeys into the Vortex from whence the creatures emerge. You get to lead the Core to reveal the secrets behind the incidents Will human race succeed in changing the course of their destiny? 
So basically it says uh, like 40 hours of content. You'll be constantly dealing with internal conflicts between satisfaction and greed. Limited visibility will hinder your exploration. Utilize skills and create effective formations to achieve victory. So it sounds very dark. Very similar. Yeah. Yes. Good. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I hope it's just I... as brutal too. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing oh. really to say about it. Um, and you know, really just reading the features and seeing that it's uh, kind of a bit of a semi-randomized, you know, affair. It's really screaming Darkest Dungeon, and yeah. Uh, yeah. I've not dipped my toes into into that game myself. But uh, anything that uses randomized elements to pad out playtime is okay in my book. I it's okay. It's, it can be obnoxious, but I mean, I mean, I, I love Into the Breach, and that's you know, there you pretty go, pretty randomized. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right. All right. Well, moving right along, we are going to switch gears a little bit. Netflix announced anime based on. Dragon's Dogma series by Capcom. There you go. I like Capcom because I'm really excited for this. You are? Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to see Netflix get some of these video game to movie, not not movie, but animation. Um, because you have you have this, they have Castlevania, which I didn't I did enjoy quite a bit. Yes. Uh, and I I believe they're getting some other stuff. I don't recall what it is off top of my head i could have sworn that the guys who did castlevania were taking on some other ip but i can't seem to remember what it was yeah and that that's what my thought is but again i don't i don't remember what it is but yeah bring bring on this and the production value the quality is there especially in castlevania i think it'll be it should be there anyways for for this i'm always down for new new stuff to watch so so little, it looks like it's going to be the cell shaded animation mm-hmm. in this, and so yeah, I I think it'll be pretty neato. I've I mean I've heard uh, one of the strengths of Dragon's uh, Dogma is the the narrative. So good, mm-hmm. awesome. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, we lost Monster Hunter to uh, the ridiculous Resident Evil director, <laughs> and it looks and you know it still has Mila Jovovich too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I mean, at least we have this. And, there you and, go. Well, I mean, we got a good video game to movie adaptation coming out, like with uh, with Sonic. So, I think we're we're doing okay. We're doing all right. You get to detective. <laughs> yeah, yep. But in all seriousness, uh, <laughs> in all seriousness, though, um, you know, with you know Marvel stuff, Disney stuff migrating off of Netflix, I mm-hmm. feel like this, you know more video game ip uh, mm-hmm. and adaptations and stuff like that could be you know a good uh fall not fallback plan necessarily but, right you know, but they got to fill the void avenue right, yeah exactly. yeah they got to fill yeah. the void and absolutely uh, hey i'm okay with that as long as they stay true to the uh the content yes. um i'm i'm fine with it i am absolutely all right. well sticking on the topic of dragon's dogma there might be a little on the line on that ip for the Nintendo Switch. This via NintendoLife.com, Devil May Cry 5 will be considered for Switch if Dragon's Dogma sells enough. I hate this. I hate when they do that. <laughs> they, I, I, they did, I think it was EA that did this with FIFA. They said, yeah, FIFA sells well. We'll continue to support you know FIFA on the Switch or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I, I hate when they do that. Here's a direct quote from, uh, let's see, this is... Uh, Naka, it's Suno. Pretty good. Pretty good. There 
go. We're, we're moving right along. If Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen sells well on Switch, then we might consider porting DMC5. We might. And that is translated, but... You know, I don't... It sells well. Know. It doesn't say... Just well, you? <laughs> what? I mean, I, I don't know how I feel about that. You know, we know that the Switch can run uh, Resident Evil 7 because there's the streaming yeah, version. The, yeah, the yes. cloud version or whatever. Japan, right, yeah. yeah, cloud version. Um, and I know that DMC5 runs on the uh, Resi Remake 2 engine, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, comparing, com- even just comparing that genre of a game to dragon's dogma it just doesn't really really make sense to me no um you know dmc is thriving right now you know the game sold extremely well um and putting it on another platform would it it only benefits them right (laughs) right and he also did say uh that this was a case of when they were starting development for Devil May Cry 5 that they didn't have the uh, development kits at the time. So, right. yeah. sure. So, I so, mean, I don't know. It's it's just one of those things. They're they're just a little hey. Yeah, again, it's just, you know, Dragon's Dogma is how old now? Um, yeah. it's an older game. It's a niche genre, unfortunately. Um, so comparing the two, I think is just kind of unfair. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I could see the with the EA doing the FIFA. If you know, if you buy FIFA, we'll continue to support it. But you're right; this is a very, they're very yeah. different games. So, oh, absolutely, absolutely. I know I'll be, I'm interested in in Dragon's Dogma, so I'll, I'll be getting it anyways. Same here. Start the revolution. Start it. All righty, time will tell on that. But moving right along, an article from Go Nintendo. This may be the heavy header of the evening. The Caliglia effect. Overdose director talks about his hopes for Westerners playing the game. All right. It goes basically, it's kind of a short story, but basically he uh, talks about how he wanted to put how Japanese society is in modern time into this game and in a way that Western cultures could uh, kind of be exposed to it. But anyway, we're going to use this as just a kind of a, a launch board to just talk about it because i feel like geo you may have something on your chest um i'll, I'll let evan okay. <laughs> uh, wipe his chest clean because he probably has more <laughs> okay uh so you know to me when i was playing through this game uh i just got such strong vibes of another much better game uh, and, th- and that. that's a pro- and that was the initial problem with me my expectations were Hi, but that was my fault. That was yeah. my fault. I mean, I'm and guilty. I, I'm kind of in the same boat. You know, I had watched promotional material for the game, and I thought that uh, the combat looked really flashy, that uh, the visual style was very stark, and that it had similarities to one of my favorite Wii U games, uh, which unfortunately ended up being the comparison point, uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions, Sharp yep. FE. And... Uh, at first, some people might, you know, be a little confused by that, but uh, I mean, they they both, in a way, represent and warp uh, Japanese culture. Uh, and you know, for uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions, it's the the pop idol uh, industry, so to speak. And there's a little little uh, 
tinge of that, I guess, in this game. But, um, you know, again, it's a game that has really fascinating ideas and also concepts. I mean, if you've heard the director talk about uh, his inspiration for the game and, you know, why things are the way they are in it, it's really fascinating. It just doesn't really come across in any facet of the gameplay right um, the so. the execution is has is the failing point right and i mean this is a this is a vita port and actually you know there's quite a few things that are, are different at least in terms of ui you know i was looking at some older you know vita shots and things like that and it's a lot cleaner and i think that's to the game's benefit um looking cleaner the, again the game's got a, a very distinct visual style um <laughs> Wallpaper's great, but if the level design isn't great, um, then you've kind of got a problem there. And that's that's a major problem with this game. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, Theo, you can uh, attest to it, too. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I would not want to be the one streaming this game because <laughs> I played a vast majority of it with the full map uh, pulled up. Which is just an overlay over the screen, yep. and uh, and that's like the only way you can figure out where the heck you're going. The mini map is, it's, it's useless. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because that's, that's... Th- there are moments where I have to actually st- not stop my recording. I usually, I generally edit that out, but I, yeah, I have to pull up the full mini map or full map. I'm like, where am I going? I, I, there was a point in time where I was lost. I was I was going around in circles for 15 minutes before I'm like, you know what? This is just ridiculous. I got to open this up. Let me find the, the stupid exclamation point and get on get on with this because I gotta I gotta advance the story and I just and I couldn't. I could never. I I, I just was so lost all the time. The the uh, the fighting. I actually like the style. I like what they were trying to do. Uh, that it's it's the the timing effect and having every um everyone st- like I said it's just the the execution in this game it just it just misses a little bit it's- yeah I mean there's definitely a lot of of fascinating ideas the combat in particular has a lot of potential and I think if there's anything that uh, the team takes away from this is that clean this up yeah um, make things a little bit snappier I mean. Personally, and again, I'm just going to say this, I experienced uh, frame rate drops when I was playing in handheld, uh, even when I was playing um, on the TV. Uh, But the thing is that even without those frame rate drops, you've got these cooldown periods for these characters that are just... They're just standing there. And it's it's kind of unbearable in a way. um, And it doesn't even really feel like there's an ebb and flow because the... uh, And we'll get into ebb and flow when we start talking about turn-based battles, but uh, even the, the enemies are just kind of, you know, lounging around. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I've heard people say that, oh, you know, if you really want to appreciate this game's uh, combat, you've got to play it on very hard, uh, which is one of four difficulties you can, you know, <laughs> access right off the bat, which makes me think, like, maybe you should have, you know, this needed to spend a little bit more time in the oven. Um, mechanics, some good ideas, but ultimately everything's kind of shallow. Um, playable party is huge, but you've got a lot of overlap with roles and things like yep. that. And uh, 
and having such a large cast doesn't really benefit the writing of the game no they're definitely all over the place uh another problem i had were the npcs the npcs were pretty much useless so you would you would just talk to a student which i like the fact i like that relationship you know if you develop a relationship with a student you get certain perks i like that kind of skill tree kind of thing it's just like i said the 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 when you talk to an npc it it doesn't do anything it really just kind of you just you, you you start talking to them and then all of a sudden they're like that was a great conversation we just had like wait what what did i what did i just miss we like we didn't yeah. talk about anything right and then you still become better friends with them anyway right um, yeah or, or, or some of them will just say i don't like that idea and like i don't even know what i said to offend you i, I apologize <laughs> I, right. I don't know it's... um and also i mean i i so appreciate this idea of you know there are 523 npc characters in the entire game and you can you can recruit every single one of them to your your party essentially um and and they also act as really side quest generators um, right but the the side quest menus gotta be cleaned up a whole lot you know like this it needs to be a lot more straightforward because there's a, a whole lot of management that's just very convoluted um and that's you know in in the in the long run uh that's what hurts the most is just being disappointed by the game uh, mm-hmm. because there there is there's like glimmers of of potential there um but it also it feels uh kind of like a lazy ish port um like they didn't go back into things and clean things up which again is surprising because apparently they added in a whole new story arc um, that drastically uh changes the the gameplay of the game somewhat um and that stuff isn't even really all that substantial no it's 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 not it's actually missable to be honest with you so yeah, overall, uh, I I don't know how much longer I'll be playing this for uh, the YouTube channel, but yeah, I don't know. And uh, you know, I, I I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, and I feel that you know, even if if you're gonna stream it, you should be honest with the viewers and kind of say like, <laughs> it's just not it's it's not doing anything for me no and, and that and that will come across as well if i'm not having fun oh, yeah. then you know what's the point what's the yeah. point so yeah, right. tokyo mirage sessions need a switchboard yeah there you go <laughs> show them how it's done uh and also this is uh, F- uh furio Fu- furio uh developer yep. um who worked on this who also uh we we kind of skip over this but i wanted to make sure it was it was known to our, our lovely viewers uh they are partnering with nis to release the alliance alive hd oh uh, which, which was is, announced yep yep yeah, a game that's uh, near and dear to my heart i'm a big fan of it so again seeing them go from this game that i absolutely adore on 3ds to really just kind of a half-baked product was uh was a was a blow for oh. me personally oh boy and now they're yeah. touching your beloved project so we'll see how that goes yeah, but I mean, even if that's a lazy port, I think I'll be fine with that. Cause it's still <laughs> I hear you game. there. We all have those games. <laughs> <laughs> we certainly do. 
All right. Well, I think we need a little bit of a pick-me-up after that one. So we're going to jump into NintendoSoup.com, and uh, Square Enix released something for everyone, a little Final Fantasy trailer for Nintendo Switch. Did y'all uh, see this during the week? Is it really uh, yeah. something for everyone? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, there's really only one thing there for me personally, and that's freaking Crystal Chronicles, which oh. they still haven't announced a release date for. But uh, it's okay, I can wait. You're gonna, you go. you're gonna it's have come. to. <laughs> <laughs> no, but actually, they've been pretty, you know, consistent in dropping release dates for these games. You know, like they've they've announced, oh yeah, you know, Seven's gonna be coming yeah. later this year, and then kind of right after that, they they announced a release date. So I'm assuming that it'll be a steady release. Yeah, there, if I had to guess, it'd probably go through like the cycle of all the way to twelve, and then probably drop. Something I mean, like it's that. it's the last one on that whole yep. kind of. Uh, Just May. I mean, it's right around the quarter. Too. Yeah. yeah. See, I, so, I'm I'm yeah. waiting for for twelve. That's that's my jam right there. There you go. Yeah. I've been playing nine, and uh, I've been really enjoying. It. But we'll get into all that here. I can here in a yeah, second. I, um, I will say, uh, yeah, I'm for an rpg fan i i have not a lot of love for for final fantasy but uh many people who i whose opinions i i value very much uh have said good things about 12 mm -hmm. and that's i think doubly weird because general consensus is a little lukewarm on 12 so i'm gonna give uh zodiac age a try i i think with the zodiac yeah. age that's where the improvement is because yeah. i actually i still have i talked about this before i still have my original final fantasy 12 for the playstation 2 copy i've literally played it once i hated it Play, played it once never to touch again I, it looks it looks brand new it might as well just be sealed and looking back at gameplay i don't i would actually love to play that right now that, that yeah. seems, I I think it was just, just such a a different type of Final Fantasy, and I wasn't used to that, and I didn't know if I and I didn't like it then. But I'm you know things change, people change, and and I, I'm feeling it now. I'm feeling it, and I was actually really gonna put that in my PlayStation too and get it going, but I, I just gotta wait for the Switch version. I yeah. picked up twelve this past summer on sale on for the PS4. It was a PS4 sale, and I still haven't played it. So I'm just gonna wait till it comes out on Switch and then play with everyone else and just act like I'm playing it on Nintendo. <laughs> I think that's what I'm gonna do. Sounds sounds Give good. Me. Sounds good. Yeah, that's a game plan. <laughs> anyway, all right. Um, last bit of news, I guess. <laughs> it's just it was thrown in there. Uh, Fallout 76. I'm just kidding. There's Anthem news. Yeah, well, yeah, no Fallout seventy six news today. They they didn't step in in it this week, so I think they're like finally. I think they were counting down the days for Anthem. You know why? That like... that's the problem. They got <laughs> Anthem taking their position now. Yeah, they they have been. Bethesda has just been counting yeah, down. Yeah, they yeah. probably have a countdown clock. <laughs> <laughs> they're the biggest Anthem fans. <sighs> Anthem is such. What is happening there? I don't know. I'm glad that was another one that I weighed on. I played. The Alpha? I was in. I was in the alpha, and I was. It, I, it feels like it's. It for me. feels like it's still in the alpha stage because they just. Oh, absolutely. They just put out a thing saying, you know, we need kind of playtesters. Yeah, help us. We need playtesters. Yeah. yeah. Know, that's... Like, like you made people buy this game, and yeah, and you're doing this now. Isn't that what the alpha for is for the the beta testing? Isn't that what that's yeah. for? The well, division's coming out. 
I think that's going to be the out of all these. I think that's going to be the the winner. The winner winner of this of this genre. Games of service on the AAA. Yeah, I mean, all that I've heard of of the first division has been pretty positive. Um, Well, so I played the first division when it first came out, and it was the story was great. It was in game that. It, when once you got to end game, that's when I became a beta tester and I just dropped out of it. But then they did fix it over the what two years, I guess three years, however long it was, they did add a lot to it. I just never played it. But everything I hear about is people that picked it up again, they love it, and uh, I just haven't. So. Yeah, you know, I mean, like what happened to the days where you know we <laughs> released a game with no no patches? Yeah. <laughs> that, those yeah. days are long gone. Yeah. yeah. I understand that, but even you know these games as as, as services, um, I feel like you almost you have to put it into people's hands uh, to Pro- even get a good grip yes, right on what's gonna go right and what's gonna go wrong. So, so I was really big into Destiny, and that's and that was one of the things. It was like they were like, "Hey, it, we could do." whatever we want to we can play test this a hundred times we will not figure it out so they would in their beta uh, they would have a stress test where they would say hey they're just limited time thing everyone get in there see what it is try to break it and uh and yeah the biggest complaint with destiny is not so much that it's a broken game it's just the actual content i feel like any of these developers if they could just get to that point where their problem was what kind of content are we getting out? They would take it in a heartbeat. But the fact that they're c- coming rolling out with these games that are, are quite frankly just broken is unacceptable. Yeah, and I mean, I think that's also the growing pains of a new genre, too. I mean, but if you really, if you want to look at, I don't want to say uh, a business model done right, but you look at a game as a service, and this is a, a bit of a tenuous connection uh, to make, but look at... Uh, Final Fantasy 14, right? Uh, this is a game that came out and was panned, and the developer said, "All right, let's let's make a dedicated effort to fix this alongside you guys and release something that is worth paying for." Right? Mm-hmm. Which you know, yeah. and I would say that a lot of people who who play uh, Realm Reborn right now enjoy it quite a bit. So, but it took a I, long notes. while. Yeah, yeah, it did take a long while, right? And 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 that is an MMO, which is a generally, you know, yes. like at the time when it released, people kind of had the formula down for that pretty well. Yeah, and you know, these uh, I don't know third person shooter slash RPGs, it's a uh, it's a little bit more of a mixed bag. Mm-hmm. I don't got not not much to say on the subject personally. Yeah, that's that's when I generally um, rely on Corey to talk about these destinies and these mm-hmm. these. Yeah. Uh, uh, so far, I, my feelers have been correct, and I've been two for two on what not to even try. Wait. And I think I hey, think I'm hey, about. Hang on, to... hang on, hang on. I'm getting something to write with. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Go ahead. I'm taking notes. What were you gonna say? Okay. Oh, uh, <laughs> I think I'm gonna pick up Division Two. All right, so. I'm going to maybe take a look at Division 2. Got it. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> I actually I play I've played Division uh the first division and you're right the end, yeah. the end game content was uh non-existent uh pretty much. Yeah. Once you were done with the game, you were done with the game and it, that's not 
what they really wanted you to do. They wanted I think, you to continue. And to play. again, I kind of reiterating what I said earlier. I think both <clears throat> Anthem and Fallout seventy six, if they could have got, if they've been like, if they could have taken that, they've been like, please, please, please. right, yeah. And and we'll Fallout seventy six and Anthem, they are they're both broken games. It's not oh, even yeah. the games of service thing. They're just broken. You know, you have Fallout seventy six just bugging out. People are just upset about it. Mm-hmm. It's not a Fallout game whatsoever, other than aesthetically maybe looking like Fallout. Uh, and, and Anthem is literally bricking, well, is it brick, bricking PS4 still? Uh, no, no, no. It, yeah. it, but, I mean, it's making you hard, which is, I, I mean, that's not good. No, no. People shouldn't have At to all. have to do that. So. I mean, well, I'm not talking about, like, oh, it's restarting on its own. It's like you like you might as well just unplug the power cord. Yeah. <sighs> not blue screen, hey. Not, not like, a, oh, we're resetting. Like, we are having to do a hard reset on your console. Not yeah. acceptable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I, and, and it makes me wonder are, uh, when you look at Destiny 2, right, you, you've at least got a, a pedigree there and yes. Division 2 and things like that. And so with Anthem, I mean, is it, well, obviously the answer is it is EA, but, mm-hmm. you know, is it them just like pushing this out because they want to see if they can get on this trend? with a mediocre product like i think that's a lot of what it is it's ea pushing a bioware saying hey listen we we need to get this out we need to get it out now and it's just not obviously it wasn't wasn't ready and what really scratches my head honestly what really when they announced this i remember when they announced the dates and they were relatively really close to division two it was before division two too as well and when they announced that and in the back of my head, I was like, they must they must have this thing down pretty pat to be that confident to have a game launch ahead of ahead of that. <laughs> and and like well. couldn't be further from the truth. Like, why not push this to the summer? If like How about- I, we could go on and on about that, but I mean it was just when they had that release date, I was like, Well, there may be something to this. I internal hype was starting to grow, but I'm getting older. I'm getting a little wiser. <laughs> I was able to ratchet that in real quick, especially with the 76 debacle. Ugh. That kind of got me back. That kind of brought me back to reality. Good. And playing the alpha. <laughs> Saved you some cash. Yeah, it did. Yeah. But, all right. Well, I mean, we were pretty much already there, but it's time to segue into one of my So What have we been playing lately? Let's start with our guest here, Evan. What have you been playing? Uh, well, so I have been taking a look at a game that uh, a developer actually reached out to me uh, to get my impressions on. It's called Warhammer Quest. I believe it is a it's a switch port of a mobile title. Um, and I. Well, uh, I'm kind of, I guess, switch RPGs, resident uh, tabletop RPG fan. Um, <laughs> I, I really I love board games. Um, there, there was a time when I, I gathered with my friends for a, a rousing game of D and D. Wait a wait a minute! I still play D and D. What you? What yeah, you? He calls that Thursday. <laughs> I call it Thursday. <laughs> I call I call it tomorrow. <laughs> well, I'm playing Pathfinder. Similar, very similar to D and D. Of course, yeah. Actually, uh, I have a friend who's who's just getting into Pathfinder. Um, nice. But. Uh, yeah, so 
you know, I took a look at the game, kind of, uh, you know, looked into promotional videos and things like that. And I said, oh, hey, it's a grid based uh, turn based RPG. Um, why not give it a shot? Uh, and it's good. It's good. It's good. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I will say right off the bat, you know, once you go through the tutorial, uh, the game gives you a, a lot of freedom with character options. So your starting party is nine or ten uh, different very different class types. You've got like vampire hunters and, you know, archmages and dwarves and 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 a lovely uh, smattering of, of different races. And uh, and I was really, I was impressed by the game that they kind of had the, the bravery to just kind of, you know, take you through this tutorial with three, uh, four different character types, kind of show you, okay, this is how mages work, this is how ranged fighters work, this is how melee works, uh, and just kind of let you do your own thing. Uh, that being said, you know, you can tell it's a mobile title uh, in how many quests, how much progress you need to make in order to really get some uh, some decent character progression going. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of grinding. Um, and it's not necessarily a bad thing. You know, you've got plenty of quests to do. Um, the writing, actually... Um, rather impressed and this is me coming off of um a couple of different uh tabletop ish uh, kinds of games you know I, I played recently uh thea the awakening um which had a real weird kind of <laughs> just a i don't want to i'm not even sure if it was a localization uh but very strange writing to it that took me out of a lot of the lore um, but this is, you know, Warhammer based. Um, the quest lines, really nice. Uh, there's not a lot of player choice in them, but okay. it's it's still, it's it's pretty enjoyable. Now, I believe the price as is right now is like thirty bucks or something like that. Is it thirty? I thought it was twenty, but you you might be right. Uh, I'll actually. Uh, on which we one? have this this lovely resource called the yeah, internet I that I could totally use. Well, right the now. switchlist.app. Ah, well, that too. There I'm you go. Just throw that up on my desktop right now. Well, um, while you're doing that, I'll uh, I'll just quickly kind of go over what I've been playing. Go for uh, it. I rolled credits, Geo. It's about time. We didn't hear the end of this when when you finally roll credits. You were going like the, it's, it's the a celebration. The tale, the tales of Vesperia Discord channel was just you. Oh <laughs> yeah, I was like, hey guys, <laughs> I'm really close. Oh man, I and uh, so little backstory on the tells. I uh, I discovered that you could get all nine of the rare fell arms, and you fight a third form of the boss. And they said it's more difficult if you do this. And I said, difficult. Do they not know me? I I I've done this you're my the, entire life. You're the master playing RPGs. I can do this. And uh they were not kidding. It jumps up like 15 levels. Really? From the it goes like from level 62, 65 to 85. And I was just like, oh no. Oh no, what have I done? <laughs> um but then I found that really good grindy spot. I grinded up and uh it felt it was it was a 
I because I could beat the first like it was easy. It was an easy typical easy fi- final two bosses were easy. Like I was just but he, that power spike and his abilities and he has these he has that typical like boss ability. Oh, I'm gonna send everyone to one HP and stuff like that. And then the third form, he starts <laughs> quick attacking and stuff like that. And you gotta have your your fingers nimble on your heels. Um, but I uh, it was the first boss in a long time where I like that. Yes, when I like when when HP went down to zero, it was good. It was good. <laughs> it's a lovely feeling, isn't it, to f- actually finish oh. a game. And then the roll credits. I just, I literally exhaled and just let the credits roll, and it is beautiful. Nice. Yeah. No, that's that, that is a great feeling. You know, that yes. final boss feeling. Um, I honestly, I can't say ugh, the last time I had that kind of feeling. Uh, <laughs> it I, was. I, it's been euphoric. a while. Euphoric. Yeah. <laughs> did you need a cigarette afterwards? My goodness. I, did. <laughs> <laughs> I had a burner. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, nice on you, man. Finally, I'm I'm yeah. ha- I'm happy for you. It's, yeah. Well, I'm happy for myself too. I finally get to. I don't have to hear about it anymore. Well, now we're on to Final Fantasy Nine. Now in Final Fantasy Nine, man, it's nostalgia. Yeah. This is like I was playing those growing up, and just the music, the moguls, uh, the little just a uh, just a, uh, just it's just nostalgia out out the wazoo. Nice. Yeah, you know, I hear uh, so many people love nine because uh, you know it's it's not only it's the last of the PS uh, PSX yes. if you want to mm-hmm. call it that, um, but it's it's not only the last of those, but it's also just got a really nostalgic feeling for early Final Fantasy too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, you know, that art style and it's uh, super neat. Um, and even you know, I I was rather impressed by uh, the stat modification you can do in that game. Not sure yeah. if you've dabbled with any of no, the I haven't. base I stuff. Ha- uh, well, I was, say that again. With any yes. of the, uh, yeah, equipment stuff, right? Yes. No, I thought you were talking about like with the with the remastered how you can no, but yes, no, I like that system a lot, actually. Yeah. I don't really that was the thing that I really wanted to replay it because it was the first Final Fantasy that I actually beat. And so but I didn't remember the story at all. And I was just like, I need to replay this just because I remember I love it, but I don't remember why I love it. And it's weird. I there are some things that I, oh yeah, I definitely remember this. And then there's some that I don't, but then there's also some that's just like on autopilot. I'm like, I need to look here. And then all of a sudden, like, yeah, I found like, I don't even need like a strategy guide or anything. I just know where to go. Like, it's like muscle memory. Just like coming back from some corner, some dark little corner (laughs) of my skull. There's a lot of dark, a lot of dark corners in there. So anyway, that's why octagon inside of his mind. So many dark corners. (laughs) So so yeah, you you've got Final Fantasy IX. You roll credits. Nice. Um, Me, I mean, whatever I play is generally on on the YouTube channel. So I I really I don't play much outside of that. Although I did pick up Steam World Dig Heist. Um, Steam World Heist. Steam World Heist, not Dig Heist. Yes. Thank you for that correcting me in front of everyone. Um, <laughs> I'm only kidding. Uh, the image and form, form games all have those kind of weird titles. That it's, uh, it's a toss-up. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's it's really fun. Uh, I'm, I'm enjoying it very much. It was on sale, so I figured, hey, six bucks, why not? So, I'm doing that. I'm still uh, doing Caliglia effect. Um, I'm playing hard West. I absolutely love hard West, uh, tactical yeah. RPG. 
Oh man, it's I'm having a lot of fun with that. And Evil Land 2, I'm just about done with that one as well. So doing all right. Doing all right. Nice. Nice. I, I also uh, wanted to throw uh, one more game out uh, real quick. Something that uh, kind of snuck under the radar personally for me. Um, I saw it released last month and didn't really hear a lot of buzz about it from anybody, which I think is uh, a damn shame. Um, I really just want to plug right now Unworthy. It's so cool. And I think there's a little bit of like uh, poor marketing going on here because they call it, they're like, Oh, unworthy! It's an action platformer without a jump button. Hmm. Oh. And I was like, I was like, uh, that that doesn't no, that doesn't sound right. And then I watched a, a little bit of promotional material, and I said, oh, oh, this is a Dark Souls esque Metroidvania, um, which is what it is. Uh, and it's got this great uh, monochrome color scheme, you know. I'm looking at right now. Yeah, aesthetic. I'm I'm doing the same. <laughs> the aesthetic is great. Uh, the combat is so dang good. And you know, as a as a big fan of Salt and Sanctuary, um, you know, I reviewed that for the for the site earlier last year. Uh, I was kind of like, okay, all right, uh, Metroidvania with no jumping. How's this gonna work? And the way that they implemented it into the boss fights and how you have all these obstacles and things like that that require you not to jump is awesome um hmm. it's hard it's really hard <laughs> um, well <laughs> yeah it, it's kicked my teeth in uh, well, once you said salt and sanctuary i knew who uh <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like feeling chest pains just just remembering to He's playing like, that I game i really like this game but it's too hard <laughs> oh yeah uh, and uh the the weapon variety is fabulous. Um, I really, I can't say enough about it. And honestly, every time you die, the title pops up on the screen because they just want to dig that that uh, that that nail knife. In yeah, yeah, that knife oh. in deeper. Um, to let you know that you're unworthy. <laughs> that's yeah. another thing, real quick, about Tales of Vesperia and the final boss is normally when you die, like the the character that was last alive will say, and they were never heard from again. <laughs> Well, it's the final boss. And it's like, and they were never heard from again. I'm like, you. Just a little extra little. I hate you. I got him down to like 10,000 HP, which he has like half a million. What? And died. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, no. My yeah, I really, you hear that, I, and you're just like. Yeah, yeah I, I've really wanted to check out uh, Vesperia, too. When I, uh, when I It was the first time I played a Tales game, and I really enjoyed it. I like I liked it a lot. Yeah, there were some sure. things that like you think in a remaster that they would have included, like the questing system was not the easiest. But other than that, like it was it was it was good. It was a good. It was really good RPG. I I enjoyed it a lot. I'm I'm hoping for a new one. You know, mm. I uh, think well I think with the success that they had, I I think that's gonna be a given. Yeah, and I and I heard that you know from from reviews and things like that like bizaria i think was the last one um yeah they've still got it <laughs> i heard that game was great so uh i, I would that's actually one that out. i think that i i would i was actually kind of doing some research i think that would be kind of one of the more likely ones that would come next yeah for sure there's a ton just of to them. see just to see all those kind of uh, modern updates even right mm -hmm. uh, the quality of life type yes absolutely nice all right 
Well, that's it for games that we have been playing. It's time to maybe get you a point in the direction of some games that you could be playing. And this is brought to you by switchlist.app where you can easily filter RPGs, uh, action adventure games, puzzle games, anything that your heart's content, you just type in into the search bar and it'll filter everything for you. And you can do upcoming games, sales, or even get reviews for a lot of these titles. So real quick, we're going to talk about a few of the titles that are coming out. Like we talked about today, uh, the Caligula Effect Overdose uh, came out yesterday. So uh, look into that. Um, or Bonds of Skies comes out tomorrow. And then Moro Chronicle Hyper comes out on the 15th. Is Bonds of Skies, is that the uh, the latest Chemco game? It is. There's a big dragon. Did we lose Evan? Cause yes, I believe we did. Because he hasn't moved yep. no, in a couple nope, minutes. Nope. <laughs> yeah, he's gone. All right. uh, it is Kimco. Yeah, Kimco. All right, cool. Let's see if we can get Evan back. Hopefully. Okay. Well, I'll go through some sales real quick while you work on that. And okay. Um, Animus is on sale. 10% hey. off. Hey. Well, you can get uh, it for free. Sky, or you can get it for free. Make sure you comment on our video. <laughs> YouTube, Switch RGB, RPG. Um, there were some other games. Uh, the Escapist 2 is on sale, 50% off, $9.99. The Escapist Complete Edition is 50% off, seven forty nine. dollars uh, Final Fantasy uh, 15 Pocket Edition is 50% off at 14 99 and also oh i just clicked the wrong thing we may have to wait um a second for evan he said his wi-fi died so we'll just okay we'll, we'll give him some time okay sounds good i'll just finish these up um we also have world of final fantasy maxima this figure sent off uh at 1999 have you ever played that no no, it, I mean, it looks kind of cool. It's just, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I can get into something. What about, like uh, I was actually, I will just go a little side uh, note. Uh, what about, I've seen this uh, uh, Chocobo dungeon thing. Have you ever played that? Not my, not my cup of tea. Well, it's everybody's buddy. What are you trying to say? You're not, you're not a buddy. I'm not everybody. I'm not everybody's buddy guy. Nope. Not my buddy. Um, <laughs> All right. Well, good talk. <laughs> um, the South Park games are on sale. They're actually sixty percent off. You know, South Park games are are actually pretty decent. Stick of Truth is fifty, and then Fractured Butthole is sixty percent off. Nice. Um, What was the RPG that's going to be using the cards that's coming out? I can't remember what that was called. Um, the one that Evan was talking about? Was it? I don't know. Where that, you, no, probably or, not. Or that's using physical cards? Well, not physical cards, but yeah, like it's like a kind of like a game. But is that Steam World Heist? Yeah, maybe it is. Maybe I just forgot the name and was zoning out when you that. When I was actually talking. Yep, I do that quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, when does that come out? Let me look that up. Um, I'm not. Oh, there is a Steam World dig. 
but that's not what we're no doing. there there's definitely a steamworld dig uh that's yeah. more of a metroidvania and then steamworld dig 2 is really good it's it's also another kind of platform well, they're on sale yeah they're i think they're all all the images 70 percent off is steamworld dig at two dollars and ninety nine cents, and SteamWorld Dig Two is nine ninety nine. Yeah, all the Image and Form games, the SteamWorld games, are all on sale. But for an yeah. RPG, it's a tactical RPG. If you're into them, SteamWorld ah. Heist. I need to take a look at that then. Take take a look at that one. I mean, a two ninety nine. I mean, is it SteamWorld Heist? Is it two ninety nine? Oh no, Heist. Oh, is that Heist out? Um, I don't think this is the same game that I'm thinking of. Hang, hang on. SteamWorld Heist is on. It's seventy percent off. It's five ninety nine. That's the one. Yeah, that's, but that's not. One. But SteamWorld Dig uh, is seventy percent off. Yeah, SteamWorld Dig is the Metroidvania. SteamWorld Dig Two is the again the successor. It's another Metroidvania. SteamWorld mm-hmm. Heist is the tactical RPG. With the cards? Uh no, not with the cards. That's um. Okay, then this isn't the game that I'm thinking of. No, no, no. That's one that hasn't come out yet. Oh shoot! What is the name of it though? Steam World Quest. About- it's Steam World Quest. Quest. Yes, that's the one with the cards. Yeah, I'm looking for. Is that the same developer? Same developer. Yep. Okay. That's one. And the- then I'll, I'll I'll pick up. I need to probably play some of their other stuff. I'll pick up one of each. There. I mean, two ninety nine, five ninety nine. Yeah, definitely check out Heist. It's it's their okay. RP. It's their RPG. Sold. I was actually in the mood. The other day, I was kind of scrolling. Nothing, nothing, nothing got me though. I was like, if something were to hit the hit the fields, you'd have my money right now. Prove yourself to me. You you're looking for something with that with that story though. You're looking for something like that. I. Well, no, I the the one with the cards. I just like the premise. Yeah, I yeah. just think it'll, it's just unique, and I kind of want to try it. But now, but I mean. Are these similar? Like, is Heist kind of similar to Dig, or are they kind not? Of, like, not at not all. Playing wise, not playing wise, but like, kind of feel of story. Or I anything think. Like that? I think aesthetic wise. Okay. That's that's all you're gonna get. Okay. Um, there's there's a game coming out called um, Azure Saga. Yes. Yes. That yes. one looks really interesting. It reminds me of Battle Chasers, and I love me my Battle Chasers. I never played Battle Chasers. Yeah, so I love Battle Chasers, and this reminds me of it so much that I am most likely getting getting that game when when it comes out. It's actually coming out really soon. It's next week. Yeah. Next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. Or Thursday. Thursday. And, and it's got a pre-order sale yes, right now. 50% off. Eight, yeah, 840. 840. Is it 50% off or 50? 15. 15. You're, 15. You're, I'm sorry, your southern accent really gets me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be a Huckleberry. It's next Thursday. Next Thursday. All right, cool. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll be at PAX. Oh yeah, there's something I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, yeah. I'll uh, I'll be at PAX. I have a a few. Did we skip? I don't I don't know what you did. Oh no, uh, the game. Oh, I know what it was. Well, let's let's uh, before we advance the uh, topic, let's wait for for Evan okay. to get well, back on. No, well, we can talk. Mono e mono, real quick, because I was going to bring this up because you are going to PAX. I forgot to announce that. That would have been something really cool to put in the beginning of all this, but I didn't. <laughs> I forgot. But guess what? What? Uh, you can play Mistover at PAX East. Yes, I am actually going to be playing Mistover at PAX East. I was going to bring that up, but I didn't. Did, did you also do things like t- 
talk to Axe Studios at PAX East? I am also talking to Axe Studios as well. I'm doing, I, I got quite a few things lined up. Um, I'm talking to Axe Studios. I'm talking to the Mistwalker folks. There's a game called uh, Young Guns. I'll be talking to them. Um, the Torchlight developers, I'll be talking to them as well. Uh, I got quite a bit. I don't want to overload myself because I'm only going to go there for two days. So, and these are all going to be video. So you're a quitter is what you're saying. <laughs> no, I actually, <laughs> I want to be able to walk around and like, you know, maybe, maybe no, I, I, the, yeah. the last time I went, I, you know, I talked to Larry, um, from Xbox, Larry, her, her, uh, Larry, her herb. Well, my gosh, I'm having a brain fart here from Xbox. The, the Larry herb guy. No, no, nobody. Uh, I'm a PlayStation guy. Oh. I, I, Names. I don't know what these boxes um, of X's Anyway, uh, I almost went to PAX South this year, but I didn't. I'm probably going to do it next year. Where's East Ours is in January. Here? East is in Boston. Oh, okay. <clears throat> yep. Ours is in San Antonio, New York City. What? Are you talking about El, El Paso? Sauce? El Paso? Commercials? Yes. Thank you for reminding me about them. <laughs> Um, so yeah, uh, PAX is coming up. I'll be going for two days a Friday and Saturday. Like I said, I have quite a, f quite a bit lined up, uh, video interviews. My brother-in-law will be going with me, uh, to help me along with that. Um, and, and announcement here, you guys okay. are the first hearing this. I'll be going to E3 as well. Oh, wow. that's exciting. Um, I'll be going to E3 for all three days. Uh, as a, so you're not gonna quit on E3. As a press, packs. Well, not I'm on E3. Listen, I I live in I live on we the east it, coast. We got it. We got it. We I'm got going it. all the way to the left coast. Uh, you know, that's fair. If I'm going out there, I'm going going out there. Do it in style. Okay. Well, what are you most excited for? I I I don't even know what to expect. Yeah, it's new. Yeah. Like I've been to packs quite a few times. I'm kind of used to that. But, don't say yeah. Animal Crossing. So I can't wait yeah. to play Animal Crossing. Is what I was gonna say. No, you I, filthy heathen. <laughs> no, make sure I, to send us a Discord video like when you're doing it. Oh, live! I'll I'll, yeah. I'll make it all. But yeah, I, with with E3, I know I don't know what to expect at all because I know. So it's a whole new world. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh. Oh. Wait did did my ears just bleed? What is happening? Testing, testing. One, two. Well, it must be the mic. Must it must be, be the mic. Uh, um. Right. Anyway, well, that's really cool, man. That's really cool. Yeah, I'm really, really excited. I got the okay from my boss, so mm. my wife. So we're good. <laughs> <laughs> we're good. That was that was the big yes. the big hurdle was her yep. because with the two kids being like I'll be oh, gone yeah. for five days. That's yeah. That's a big deal. Well, that's awesome. I'm I'm a little jealous. Maybe we'll do a little Cali road trip and just surprise you. I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, well, like that's awesome. Up you somehow. Well, I'm going to E4. What? Yeah. It's a it's a grassroots thing I've invented just now, actually. Oh, nice! nice very nice, nice, very nice, nice, nice. nice. <laughs> well, it is time for listener questions. Yes, we have a few listener. We have questions. a few. Okay, a, first one or a couple. Which, yeah. Uh, which RPG do you feel has the best turn-based mechanics? I didn't read this one, but I. Uh, <laughs> Because you already um, answered it, I think. In the in no, the, it was the other one. Oh, it was the my, next one. My apologize. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'll, but, I'll let you guys go first. 
Okay. Well, um, best turn-based <laughs> mechanics. I know. I, I actually remember them seeing them talk about this, and I do agree that uh, Final Fantasy Tactics was pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was simple. Um, but that was more that I agreed with them was more just how the job classes and all the like customization and stuff like that was really awesome. Uh, I really, really, and I, it kind of got me all flustered when you said the Octopath Traveler didn't have a good turn-based system. I really enjoyed the brake system. It's so. Bo- I didn't think it was like groundbreaking, but it was nice. It I is it. so boring. No, you need to get past chapter one, Geo. Is what you need to get. <laughs> See, it the gets thing more... is, though, to me, and I, I hate to cut in, but um, you know, have you played thirteen at all? No, because I did not. It's got a similar kind of burst breakish system, except done better. TB, yeah, and that's the thing. Like you know. Again, I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of, of, of Octopath. I think it takes a lot of um, a lot of inspiration from Bravely, which I well, in, in terms of job class, you know, job system, I think the Bravely's got one of the best job systems out there. I don't think it has one of the best combat systems. Actually, I would go as far as to say if you don't like turn-based combat, you should play Bravely Default because they really like you not being in turn-based combat in those <laughs> games. Um, but to to go back to to thirteen, you know, there's a lot that I can say about that game that I didn't like. And again, this is coming from not really a huge Square Enix fanboy. Um, that's one of the games I actually did play, and I thought the combat system in that, with its burst system. Um, was awesome mm-hmm. uh, it's got this really interesting you you break you know your enemy's guard and then they're they're more uh vulnerable to getting launched and more vulnerable to just like all different kinds of attacks uh it's it's awesome and you and on top of that you've got paradigm shifts too so you know on one hand i see uh octopath as having uh, kind of a, a stripped down uh, yes more simplistic and- kind of combat system to appeal to the classic lover. Yes, and um, it is holistic, and that's why I enjoy it. Uh, well, because it takes you back, and that's why it, it's, 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 it takes you back to m- my adolescence, but it doesn't make it so simple. They added the brake system, and it fits really well with what it's doing. And Gio, you're shaking your head. <laughs> oh, make me come over there. <laughs> The, it is so simplistic. Know. They're they're porting the exact same combat to a port uh, on a on a mobile port. So that's my assumption, anyways. It's uh, and the thing, <laughs> it, it almost makes me sound like a hypocrite, and and I, I hate to be like this um, because I'm a huge fan of press turn in um, in Shin Megami Tensei. Uh, which is very much you know same thing you know you're exploiting uh, an enemy's weakness in press turn you're gaining turns as a result um, and not necessarily breaking down the enemy's defense and again it, it's, it becomes like a semantics thing I, kind of, I, I it really is semantics because you do gain a turn if you break them yeah right right um, but and, and I I'm also not saying that um, that smt has the best turn-based combat system either um but i i don't know i was just All hoping right. for what a, about a uh have one. you played per, any of the personas no I okay played any of the personas. well actually. i really enjoy them <laughs> and from from what i understand it's a it's, a similar it's really fun and i i really i am pro persona 
any persona coming over, but I, I, I am, I'm not in the cap. I, I, I'm going to be here. I'm going to, I don't know if it's going to actually come to the Nintendo switch. I really hope it does, but if it does get ready, cause it's awesome. I don't know. I think we're seeing a little bit of a trend, uh, with mash, uh, inclusions making yeah. their way over to switch, uh, especially with the DQ rumors out yep. there, which who knows if that's going to happen, but wouldn't be surprising if, you know, DQ 11 and oh, hey, we've also got, uh, what is it? Edric? Edric is, uh, who's rumored, but, um, Oh, for fighter fighters. Is that what you mean? Yeah. For, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. So persona has a similar, similar sort of system. Um, you know, I don't know, uh, Geo. You wanna, you wanna. Yeah, for me now. You guys are going <clears throat> kind of. I, I guess I'll call it traditional. For me, it's Divinity Original Sin Two. It's it's a tactical, you know, it's a tactical RPG, but it is it is also a turn based uh, RPG. Uh, now, you're you're looking at me funny, and I don't know if I like it. Well, no, I'm I'm just a little confused. Uh, I do because because uh, <laughs> Divinity, I might be getting mixed up with some some other uh titles but can you play divinity as uh real time too no it's all okay. turn-based yeah yeah it's all okay. yeah stand corrected yep no it, me, yeah no it's all turn-based and what i really like about it is that there are environmental effects um now say you're you're uh you want to rain blood down onto your enemies mm. okay now I, frequently yes so uh, in doing in doing so or if you're if you hit your enemy with a sword blood spills on the floor now that blood can be electrified and if your enemy is in that said blood you can electrify the blood and you could potentially stun them if their magic armor is down so every enemy has magic armor and physical armor and you have to in order to gain the effects of stun of uh of uh what what are some of the other ones i can't really think of it right now but in order to gain the effects their armor of that type needs to be completely wasted and it's it's uh so much better than having a brake system uh but like i was saying yeah no like other other things you can do you could set fire to things environmental things even you can rain down on them it causes steam you then can apply lightning and anything that passes in there could potentially get they will get electrified and then potentially if their magic armor is down they can be stunned so there's so many different ways to to get through a battle you know not every battle is going to be the same and and that's what Ooh. i absolutely love about about divinity yeah, that sounds really cool. I that is a game that I have the I, I bought the Division Original Sin, not two. It was on sale on the PSN. It was another one. It was on sale for I don't know five bucks. I haven't, I haven't played it yet, but that sounds pretty neat right yeah. there. Another one that was outside the box, especially at the time, uh, was Xenogears. Remember when you had like all your spells and combos were like combos, so you had like triangle, 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 and you'd cast something and. So that like some really quick neat. time type of stuff. It wasn't really quick time. You just like you would it would as you progress, you'd have. Yeah, go for it, Evan. Uh, so you know, uh, if we're gonna get into uh, again semantics with quick time and things like <laughs> that, uh, I wanted to throw my uh, <laughs> my opinion into the into the ring. Um, you know, I think complexity, there is a time and place for complexity. Um, I think there's a time and place for tradition. 
maybe I'm a little bit in a different direction. I love a combat system that encourages mastery from a visceral standpoint. And when I think visceral, nothing else comes to mind uh, other than Paper Mario's combat system. Um, the fir- the actually, first Paper Mario. Well, and Thousand Year Door, too. Okay. <clears throat> Not uh, not the uh, the Wii U one there. What's the sticker? Is it sticker or splash? Sticker. Uh, Color, Color splash? splash was for Wii U, and yeah. Sticker Star was 3DS. Um, <clears throat> but you know, action command systems, and again, you see it. Um, I believe there's a similar system in Mother Three. You know, that game we're never gonna get. Um, <laughs> and also, I mean, Mario and Luigi does it too. But uh, what I really like about uh, Paper Mario in specific is that it kind of imbues characters with specific button inputs. Um, And I feel that, you know, they really had a great idea going with the Thousand Year Door. Um, But essentially, you know, having players actually have to perform an action correctly in order to deal. And the the keyword here is extra damage. You know, you've got your base damage, but if a player is really a master of this combat system if they are able to perform these actions consistently they're able to deal damage faster they're able to get through combat faster uh to me that encourages you know a wide variety of tactics yeah and i just find it really really satisfying Um, yeah i like i like something like that some sort of outside the box type of type of thinking and and that's what's tough too right because uh, you know we've uh, all three of us have have kind of presented very different kinds yep. of I don't know gimmicks you could almost say uh, to the the traditional turn based format right um, and you could go any any one of these three directions and and really have a great time with yeah. your game so yeah uh, it's a tough question to answer right yeah it it really comes down to personal preference for me like I admit I like kind of the uh, having the the environmental air like the area mm-hmm. in the game you're kind gonna of really dictate like it persona 5 yeah if, if you ever get to play it if i ever get to play it yeah well hey hopefully soon I, I hear so much about it i feel i feel like i i i it's awesome I, okay i probably will like it who knows it... all right well that was only our first question. Now it's time to move on to the one that I do have something prepared for. <laughs> do you like or dislike multiple endings in RPGs? Does it add replay value for you to play the other storylines? Can I just answer this? Sure. No, I don't like hmm. them. I generally, like, for example, in Tales of Vesperia, you, how many hours did you dump into that game? Um, I was probably at 60. Okay. Would you put another 60 hours into that game to get another ending? So, no. No. But. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> I had, I... No, well, the thing is, the only thing I was going to say is that they do, like, I have all these weapons that I work. So, like, the weapons added another at least five, six hours. Probably more than that, honestly. Like, I was ready to end. I could have in the credits of 50. Getting all these weapons, and you do get to have the plus file. And basically these weapons, what's really cool about these weapons, Geo, <laughs> in the next file, in your next playthrough, every time you kill an enemy with these weapons, it gains, every stat gains plus one. So you just wow. get OP'd. So you can roll through the game real quick. But I'm sure, the, I mean, to combat that, so the enemy's got to be more difficult, no, right? No, no? It's, just, it's just like, hey, I want to go through the story again. Or, or 
find that other ending and I can just blow through it real quick. I'm not going to replay the game for a long time, but I like to, that's why I did this. I upload my save to the cloud. It's up there. And if I want to, I feel OP, I can. And there's a lot of in-game content that you can do with it too, but I'm probably never going to do that. So this is, I, I think this uh, has a, a great deal to do with how alternate endings are handled, right? Yes. Uh, if you've pretty much got the, oh, just the last cutscene in the game uh, changes, no, I'm not spending 20 yeah. hours. I'm no. not even spending 20 hours to replay the game in order to get to that again. Um, the, the endings need to be meaningful, right? And so... I think personally, one of the best games to ever do this was Chrono Trigger. Um, you know, you can beat bosses early, you mm -hmm. can defeat Lavos early, you can choose not to resurrect Chrono. Spoilers. I mean, maybe we should be not spoiling a twenty-something game. I'm not going to play it now. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know. Thanks what, a lot. <laughs> what Chrono did was it took this idea of. Yeah, you're going to want to replay this game again because it's a really fun game. Here's an incentive for you to go out of your way and try things that you never even expected. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, but that's, you know, that's the ideal. Um, and I mean, God, if a 60 hour RPG were good enough for me to 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 want to replay it, you know, all the way through again. I mean, again, you've also got to consider how different are the quest lines I'm going to follow? Yeah. And if a developer is locking out quests, depending on, you know, choice choices you're yeah. making, right? then either that game's got to be really damn good because there's no way I'm playing it more than once if it's not, right? Um, or that story's got to be uh, really good. I don't know. That's but there. I, I think there are some genres that could work if it's a kind of a speed runny kind of genre of an RPG. Right. I think it could. Work. Um, and then also one that and I just thought about that. That was that was fresh. That wasn't in when that spoiled in the <laughs> Discord because so... I thought I was in general chat and I was really in the podcast chat. <laughs> He's so proud of that too. <laughs> I was right off the top of my head. It's all coming back to me now. I nailed that. Um, and then the other one was where your actions matter so it's not so much replayability but there's maybe one two three dragon age came up as an easy one just like and it doesn't really do it too much. but yeah what i do matters in future titles i really like that so that's something if they do something where well that's banner saga right and that's, exactly yeah exactly, yeah. That's exactly. Gonna mention too. Yeah. death um yeah you're all gonna die you you've got to make it mean and that's almost it's almost why like I've pretty much I've cons uh, I've resigned myself to the idea that I don't care about units dying in uh, Fire Emblem because it's not really going to change the game all that much. Mm -hmm. um, so why should I care if I hold on to them or not? It's yeah, eh, I don't know. Yeah, uh, but endings just make them good. Yeah, yeah, just make it count. Good. Make the first one count. Uh, yeah. I, I, yes. And, and to just elaborate on the the no answer, I generally just don't replay games. The only game I've ever replayed to get yeah, Geo, it's okay. I'm pretty sure we just proved you wrong. <laughs> no, Banner Saga. That's a, that's a totally different uh, feel of an RPG that has meaningful endings yeah, well that that counts though okay so we'll count that one okay uh the only uh, the uh, i don't 
really care for Dragon Age, but the uh, <laughs> the only other game I've really ever for you. the only other game I've ever played to get Have multiple endings. I have never played Chrono Trigger. Yeah, he was. He was. He was. I was. I was generally. I and and, and then now I don't have to play Chrono Trigger. <laughs> <laughs> but Full, Fallout Three is one that had multiple endings, um, and that was the only game I've ever really replayed because I had a save point close to the end yeah. of the game where I could modify choices, and it was really kind of a backwards way to get multiple endings. Like Evan said, like if it's one of those where just things are. I mean, there's YouTube for that. If it just tweaks the endings, and I, I've done that, I've just said, what happened what? if I did this? And I just yeah. type that in and watch it. What flavor of Kool-Aid do you want, Shepard? Yes. Yeah. 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 All right, all right, all right. Well, gentlemen, do you know what time it is? It's getting late, man. It's bedtime. Indeed. I, yeah, yeah. You know what else it's it, time for? It's the side quest. It's time for a side quest. Now we, huh. we yep. test our metal. <laughs> Wait a with a randomly generated question topic extraordinaire. This definitely wasn't randomly generated. It was this, randomly generated. This was actually brought in uh, by Pretty Fly for a White Guy. And, oh really? Yeah, I've heard from him in a while. He asked me a question. He said, as someone who's been in the Microsoft and Xbox camp does anything about their current initiative worry you like the play anywhere the streaming all digital box anything like that does that concern me um i'll I'll let you guys take this uh if you don't mind no Uh, i mean no jump on it (laughs) no i don't uh no no it, it doesn't concern me my opinion, Xbox, uh, Microsoft has had their strongest showing um, in terms of being consumer friendly in in years now, um, and kind of expanding their reach uh, to other platforms. Do you think potentially? Do you think that's because they're kind of behind the eight ball, so to speak? In, in terms, terms of, like, they're out of the three major companies, Sony, Nintendo, and Xbox, they're kind of the latter. They're they're behind the game a little bit. I don't know. Their I exclusives mean, they, are pretty much non-existent. But they've also got, they've also made a, a, a number of really great acquisitions right. uh, recently, too. Um, I think also Microsoft is maybe, uh, again, uh, ahead of the game in terms of they probably have been predicting other people entering into this space like i don't know uh google maybe google yeah or uh potentially maybe even, even apple you know that's still kind of up in the air um but maybe they're seeing that and they are reevaluating their business model and if that business model is more oriented towards hey play our content wherever you can as long as you give us money sure yeah. sure um and you know from from how they've experimented with this even with other platforms in the past uh it's worked out swimmingly enough for them that they've continued support and things like that so i've never been a, a huge you know a diehard microsoft or xbox fan but uh all of the news that surrounds them makes me more interested in them 
uh, as a publisher, as, as, as someone who's creating content. Mm -hmm. Um, so go for it. I'm, I'm, I'm in it to see what's going on. Yeah. I, I think it's a little reactionary. Like I said, I feel like they're, they're a little behind and they're, they're really extending their hands saying, Hey, Nintendo, how about we put this on your console? How about PlayStation? How about you guys help us out? I, I think it's a little reactionary. They're kind of behind the times a little bit. Now they did, you know, like you mentioned, they did have some acquisitions, which we have yet to see anything from. We're still a little a ways from that, but you know, as far as exclusives are concerned, Halo has has lost its shine. Although they they really are trying to push it, Gears of War lost its shine. A lot of their exclusives have lost their shine. Whereas, say PlayStation and Nintendo, they're people they're, can't wait for Last of Us too. Like, I mean, that's going right. to be like, and then they come out with God of War, <clears throat> Spider Man. Like, it's just one after another. It's just right. They they just keep coming out. It doesn't. It just doesn't stop with Nintendo and with with PlayStation. Yeah. Whereas Xbox, yeah. they're they're kind of taking a different path, and maybe that's just a, it's just a different path. Yeah, and maybe, and maybe it's it's accessibility path. is kind of like hey, you can kind of do this, you can play everything everywhere. And that's but been their really, motto: is just play anywhere. Yeah, and but I mean, like, I mean, with Nintendo, I mean, I mean, they're I mean, people like the tangible and. I don't know. I just think that, yeah, they are kind of just trying to scramble a little bit just so that they're not at the bottom, I guess yeah. you'd say. And personally, I mean, if they can make it, if they can do it well, then I'm all for it. If they're just doing it to doing it and it's kind of a connect type deal where people <laughs> ultimately don't even know it's even there, then yeah, may should have put your resources in some more exclusives. My but if they can, like, <laughs> evolve this just the whole advance everything yeah yes then then that's going to be awesome but it's kind yeah. of i'm going to it, yeah it's all I'll wait i'll wait and see yeah it's all experimental i think at this yeah. point you know my connect is still packaged away i haven't even mm -hmm. i've never ever touched a connect um but as far as an all digital type of deal not that's definitely not for me i'm an all physical no, me too yeah person you know i when i can if i can it's always physical media um, I just like to own my stuff all the time. Whereas Absolutely. in digital, who knows? They may like with the Wii U, all that downloadable stuff. It's it's once it's gone. Bye, it, Felicia. It's gone. Bye, Felicia. Now for um, uh, what was uh, what was the other part here? Yeah, it was the the streaming. Now the streaming that could that could potentially cause a problem, like an all streaming kind of client. I know that they were talking about a just a. Uh, just a streaming box, basically. Yes. Now I forgot the, the name of it. It was yeah. like Sapphire or something like that. Yeah, or, that could potentially be a problem, and it may not be for everyone. Now, if you're into, I think that would, I would think that would be like a, like a light version. Like they'll still have their their beef console that for like you and I that want sure. like the 4K like experience, like for the AAAs and stuff like that. Um, I think they're still provide, but I think they will for the more casual person who doesn't well, need yeah the more affordable version whatever yeah, the, the light uh, no, version but yeah but yeah th that certainly makes sense because not everyone i don't think that would be their their only thing that they bring to the table no i don't think so either i think it'll be a a version of whatever it is they come out with because yes. not everyone's internet is created equal and right that's and, uh, that's the the problem yeah and and again you you're you, i think you're both right in that they've 
also made claims that they are dedicated to providing hardware. Um, yeah. So maybe <clears throat> this is a crazy experiment. I mean, not as crazy as, say, making cardboard accessories for your console. <laughs> but, that would never uh, happen. Yeah, I mean, let's not, let's not unrealistic here, but um, maybe it'll pay off. Uh, we'll have to see. I mean, I don't know if either of you pay close attention to any sort of financial information uh, that's put out about you know their their sales or anything like that. But I I would say keep an eye on it. Um, I'm sure they will be. So oh, for I would hope so. <laughs> see how this let's we'll see how this kind of pays off. Mm -hmm. But I think it's it's too early to say anything for us, especially within such a close time frame of last E3, where they really did try to sell this whole we're still in this. Yeah, yeah. Kind of, uh, you know, spiel, so to so to speak. So, mm -hmm. uh, it's, uh, these are the hard questions. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Well, everyone, I think that's going to wrap up this episode. Episode 44 of the Switch RPG Podcast. Evan, thank you so much for joining yes. us tonight. Oh, thank it you. It was an absolute it pleasure. I hope I get the chance again. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Thank you for sending in your questions and comments. Keep them coming by emailing podcast at switchrpg.com or posting them in our podcast thread at discord.switchrpg.com. Remember, you can listen to the show, show each and every Friday at switchrpg.com or you can subscribe to your favorite podcast app. He, he was lagging. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're cutting out there if you are listening on app please please give us a rating and a review your support there would be amazing also don't forget if you would like to watch us record sometime one day we will be recording live on switchrpg.com youtube channel every wednesday in the future the year 2000 Anyway, if you like that what you hear, remember you can head over to patreon.com, probably not now, backslash switchrpg, and throw us a dollar or two if you can. If not, no worries. You being part of the community here at SwitchRPG is what means the most to us. And finally, remember, you can head over to switchrpg.com for all your RPG needs for the Nintendo Switch. Until next time, keep on grinding that backlog and always refill your potions. Geo. F Later. Bye. Oh, oh, oh. I don't speak French. Uh, 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 <laughs> Goodbye. I don't speak French. <laughs> <laughs>